Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we will not be playing Dungeons & Dragons. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your perpetual failure of New Year's resolutions. Oh, what's your New Year's? <laughs> what was it? Uh, I was going to not drink in January. Oh, rough. I failed it on day two. Oh. I did a month sober at the back half of last year. I think I did a week once. That was pretty cool. I did 32 days after Labor Day because we went real hard on Labor Day. And I was like, fuck everything about this. And uh-huh. then I did a month. It was yeah. fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Just moderation. If you're new to the show, we're not drinking now. We should be. Yeah, well, I actually oh, am, I but have water. that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void nope. about various aspects of D&D 5th Edition. It's like out there. Of course, feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at our... Ah! At RWD Podcast. Man, I am bad at this intro. It's okay. You're going to figure it out. It only takes 20 sessions. You know what's fine, though? Because it's just a podcast. That no one listens to. That no one listens to. I bet we have at least 50 unique listeners. I told you about that day where we had like... 80 spikes. Like 60 listens to the same episode, mostly from Brazil. I was like, what the fuck was that? One person listened to it, and they're like, yo, No, I think it was like some weird glitch of some kind. I don't know. Because that... It was one episode. Somebody like... Somebody like... Linked to us accidentally. Yeah, then like hit repeat over and over again. I don't know. No, I, I like probably like somebody like linked the wrong video. Like they're trying to get a music video and they accidentally linked us. And like a bunch of people let's do it real fast. Like that's all uh, right. Yeah, no, it's not Because it didn't happen it. again. Yeah. Like, you know. Sadly. <laughs> no, what's sad about it? Who cares? I wouldn't mind. I, we appreciate you, our To our Brazilian listeners. listeners. I don't know Brazilian. We have, I don't know we have UK so. listeners, German listeners. Yeah, I, Portuguese in Brazil. Yes, Portuguese, Portuguese, some Spanish. Yeah, but I don't know any Portuguese. But uh, hola, Spanish. I know, I, I, I know yeah, Spanish. That's easy. I know Spanish. I know All right. German. You pulled first. Uh, from my extensive watching of Love Island, I know. Fucking kill yourself. Love Island is stupid. British. How dare you? How dare you, sir? I don't want to talk about this. Can I put it back? Yeah, you can put it back. Okay. Well, this uh, is my first mulligan of the of the ever of the show. Uh, anytime he gets that look on his face, I know better. Okay, this is fine. Okay. Original ideas versus internet ideas. Ah, yes. I think this was one of mine. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean then? So, very often, uh, uh, you you bring it up often about something you saw on Reddit. I yep. have other friends uh, that I play with that are like, oh, I saw this idea that I want to try out for a PC. Or I saw this uh, idea for a uh, Warlock build. Or I Yep. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. You have never seen something? You're like, oh, I want to do that. No. Really? Never. Really? Never. Didn't you make, side note, it's not an internet idea, but an entire campaign of literature characters? Yeah. So it's like the pre-internet idea. That's that. That's it's called different. inspiration. That, that Exactly. I think there's a difference between inspiration and saying, oh, I'm going to do exactly oh, oh, what oh, I oh. just read okay. online. That's fair. That's a good point. I mean, there's a... For a new player... Like, being able to have read something and adapt it into a unique world, that's completely different than saying, oh, this guy made a bard that used his ukulele to enchant demons or some shit like that. I don't know. It's it's just different. There is there is a valid use of appropriation of an internet idea, and that is if you're fucking lazy. Yes. <laughs> and, and that's just it. I, I I firmly believe, anyone that plays with me, anyone that knows me, yeah. knows that I firmly believe that D&D is, is not, 
I firmly do not believe that. That is a bold-faced lie. But I believe that D&D is a very rewarding game whenever you put the time in. What? <laughs> there is nothing worse than somebody that literally just comes to the session, rolls the dice, and leaves. I hate I, that. I know at least two of those people. Yes, I understand that. And I don't know what is fun about that. The dice rolling, mostly. What if you're an entire session without rolling any dice? Which we've done. Yeah, exactly. Everyone does it. There's plenty yeah, of sessions where it's all RP. Know. Like, those are the same. Those are the same people. It's it's like I just want to come. I want to bring my internet character, and I want to smash. I want to edge lord my way through this. I want to min max my way through this. I want to smash some shit. Because when was the last time you saw an internet idea for your RP inspiration? It's seldom that. It's mostly like, ooh, look at this min max paladin sorcerer combo that I saw. I'm gonna use that exact thing. In all fairness, uh, I never do because I don't look at that stuff. But you can probably speak more to the internet ideas. Yeah, which I i mean, there's plenty of ideas out there. I typically don't use ideas I encounter on the internet except as inspiration. I tend to be pulling from literature a lot of the time. Yes. Which uh, most DMs are. Because you know what the other problem with the internet ideas is? They usually suck. You know why? Because the fucking internet. Okay. Yeah. Like, if it's a really good idea, that person's probably not going to share it with the internet until, until it's, it's done. Late. Yeah, until it's done. Until yes. it's like, it's done. I have this great, great campaign idea. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And at the end, I'm going to be like, guys, great time here. Had an excellent... That I understand. That, that, that I... Again, I still wouldn't do it because I don't read it. I, 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 I'm sure all of you read it and stuff. I can't. I can't for the life of me bring me to fall down that rabbit hole where I'm you know, 25 pages in and I haven't looked up for my screen in an hour. Well, fine. Do your own thing. So, I just, I guess my question to you, mm-hmm. as you are an avid Redditor, meow, meow, meow. what do you get from it? Like, uh, From are, stealing an internet idea? No, 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 just from the, like getting any kind of idea from online saying, oh, this sounds like a good idea, or oh, this sounds like fun. What do you really get from it that you couldn't have gotten on your own through time and effort? Well, I would counter by saying, I will not come up with every idea ever. Eh, you're pretty good. So the collective consciousness of the internet provides the avenue to experience something that I wouldn't experience otherwise. Okay. So imagine I am young me. Yeah, yeah. younger me. I recall. Not a religious household. No. And somebody on the internet suggests to me, hey, in the Bible, there's these things called deadly sins. Why don't you model a campaign after that? I w- that would blow me the fuck away because every DM has had that moment. Every damn has had that moment. I like, haven't had that one yet. Oh, my God. That would be cool. I could do something with that. So there's, of course, there's ideas that you're not going to have. Again, I don't advocate for carbon copying something you find online. That's just silly. But using it as inspiration is fine. And, not, and a lot of the content I'm encountering on the internets isn't that someone provided, like, here's your big bad, use this. Here's your character, use this. I mean, that all exists. That's fine. There's also a forum dedicated to how to build a character. Blah 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 blah. But what I what I like to take from the D and D subreddit or the D and D next subreddit or the whatever is sort of information on how people play and how their house rules work out and their experiences and like what content works the best. You okay. know, that sort of stuff. Because those are the things that interest me. I have I already have to make a million characters. I'm, you know, of course I'm gonna, I'm gonna of course I'm gonna you know steal some. I'm gonna appropriate something to use to make my life easier. If somebody shares their cool story of um, like their big bad was something awesome, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll put that in the hopper if I ever need to to, some, to like accidentally you know, on the fly make up a bad guy. I could use that. 
Okay. But it's never my goal, honestly. For stories like that on online, they're usually too long for me to read. <laughs> TLDR. Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, I'm not going to read this. This might be really cool. I'm not going to read this. So I, I think what stems us a lot is people oh. come to me and they'll say, hey, I, I was reading about this spell. I think it's awesome. I'm people to... just walk up to you and say that? People, people <laughs> that I, I play with or speak with about D&D regularly. Or like, I, they're currently a pick a class. I read this cool thing online about this class. I'm going to now do it. And half the time, it's some, you know, homebrew makeup shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you can't use that. Yeah. Why not? I found it online. Exactly. You know, I also found online porn. So much So porn. much porn. And you know what? That's what the internet's for. Honestly, you could argue that homebrew content is the porn of d d it's out the there. It's out there. You don't want to necessarily admit you're looking at it, but it gets you off a little bit. You're like, ooh, look at this class. Look at this spell. Look at these things. I'm rubbing my hands together. It's very exciting. And I discourage that. Yeah. I discourage that actively. Because yeah. what's the fucking point? My, bi- my other issue is that anything that's in the books, especially the core books, you shouldn't need to go online to learn There's about so it. much already. Just, just, just read the books. So much already. There's already you so want, much stuff. You want to know what spells there are? chapter 11 I think it is is the spell chapter sure whatever chapter it is there's already so many things to do yeah. you don't need more things Yeah. if you're looking th- this speaks to a different topic altogether but if you're looking for more things that means you're you're probably trying to exploit something mm-hmm. if this game didn't already have enough fun for you and you know what you can manipulate the existing spells a lot but every every piece of content should already come as an agreement between you and your DM Mm-hmm. Of okay, I saw this cool spell online. Can I incorporate it in the game? Maybe. Let's talk about it. You need to have that conversation. But the one thing I see online a lot is magic items. Okay. Is like, here's my homebrew magic items to play with. Most of them are fine. Most of them are like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you that I've used a single one that I found online. I. I made a purse of many things. No, a purse of purse of holding. Purse of holding, which could, o- it could only hold coin. So it was like a mixture between the Sniffler from Fantastic Beasts and Hermione's bag and the existing bag of holding. So it was, you know, it was inspired by things, mm-hmm. but it wasn't just a straight pull. Yeah, that's a, that's an original idea, in my opinion. There's a you took disparate knowledge and created something. Yeah, but I'm not gonna fault any DM. For using a resource available. This is to much them. more about PCs, in my opinion. Players, it's not the players. So you know, it's a weird balance because you argue like, oh, I, you know, I don't want my player. I want my player to be concerned and do stuff and be involved in the conversation outside of the game, but I don't want my player to go on the internet and find shit because mm-hmm. that's all it's going to do is jade them towards existing content. Yes. Where it's like, oh, this spell sucks because I saw that one spell online that was like really good, mm-hmm. and Sacred Flame just isn't cutting it for me now. Mm-hmm. This is why it's the porn, right? You watching too much porn? It's making the real thing not good enough. Yeah, for you. porn dick. <laughs> it's a legitimate thing. Look it up. Uh, well, not I'm necessarily not those terms. Up. Don't look up those terms. If I look up porn dick right now, I yeah, know what's yeah. going to come up. It's going to be pictures of But it is of an actual medical condition where porn people dick. watch too much porn and the real world sex doesn't cut it for them. And that, excuse me, and that can happen with fantasy content. Yes, you look at all this, all these crazy, awesome ideas yeah. that somebody felt like posting and all of a sudden, yeah. you know, your firebolt seems a bit lame. And this, in 5th edition, this manifests often as spells, but also subclass specialties. Like, 
where you're you're a rogue, mm-hmm. but the assassin, the thief, and the arcane trickster aren't good enough for you. So you go find the homebrew. Somebody came up with this other rogue. It's like way Ooh. better. Oh my god! Exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna go, let's go. Let's go look at something. Let's go. Good content. Homebrew. I'm going on D and D Beyond. Oh, that's my homebrew. I don't want my homebrew. My homebrew is limited. You're in my content. I don't. I I've clicked on. You're in my content. So let's go to characters, classes, homebrew. Cot of rest was an item I came up with that I like yeah, a lot that no one uses. All right, subclasses. Samurai. The way of flashing steel. A samurai. path of the metallic heart. Abandoned domain. Let's look at that. There we go. Base uh, class. Wait, quick, quick shout out, whoever this oh, is. Oh, yeah. Abandoned domain is SJF Zone, created on September 7th, 2018. We're going to start by saying you're probably an awesome person. Don't take anything we say personally. It's 3,300 views on it, so people like it. It's got a pretty low rating, relatively, though. Um, Starting at first level, your soul feels empty and it craves what, any what's, kind of what's healing. What's this about? No, I'm sure it tells yeah, you at the top. Care. What's this all Whenever about? Whenever you are healed, you are healed for the maximum amount of hit points possible to the source of the healing. First level, you receive maximum hit points when you're being healed. Wrong. SJF zone, my friend. <laughs> you're proving my point. Yeah, because all of a sudden somebody reads that, they're like, why can't my cleric do My life domain cleric can't do that. Yeah, I get maximum hit points whenever I'm healed by anyone. Any source. Any. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, a potion. I take a potion. Guess what? I got maximum health points from the potion. This is what I'm talking about. This is the porn of D and D. Yeah. This is a dude with a huge dick and a girl with a huge rack. It's all those things. It's the porn. This is fake. This isn't real. Man, what kind of porn are you watching? D and D porn. But yes, I, I I agree. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Is somebody will see this, and they'll think that it is the the greatest thing ever. I need to do this. I want to do this. I'm mad if you don't let me do you this. You haven't even... Okay. Are, Spell are we going to second level? I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm not even... I'm stuck on first level. Okay. You have an empty place in your soul where domain spells would usually reside. Thankfully for you, that space can be filled. It's very porny. Yes. At level one, when you successfully save against a spell that is fifth level or lower, you can use your a reaction to add that spell to your list of prepared spells the Wait, next what? time you finish a long rest if you can use that spell level slot. Wait, what? Yes. You can just any spell for for the first two spell levels per spell up first two spells per spell level you use this ability with they're added to your list of domain spells. You can any you can spell steal spells that are used against you. This first this is my example. This is the first page, first one we click on. First level is overpowered. You are a god at level one. At, you are you are sweet Jesus Christ at level one. Can I click on comments? Is there like comments no, on this? No, 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 no. Just. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure this two, is what, I'm sure comments, I'm sure you tried very hard SJF um SJF zone just uh just no just don't do this unless thing. this gets real bad real quick yeah okay first comment I hope you realize how overpowered this is the fact that level 1 you get maximized healing for the rest of the game makes it crazy yes thank <laughs> you Ablehawk first comment on this particular thing I mean that's what that's the, I think that's the entire reason Ooh, why you that's should That's the other thing never read the comments yeah of anything. Unless it's a positive review on your podcast, which you should all leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, that person is pointing out, obviously, this is super overpowered, but the entire... So there's a practical argument against the internet, I guess, and that is they're typically not balanced. Mm-hmm. That's because Hasbro has a team for playtesting and balancing. They also have all of us yep. who playtest the material. Yep. Dude, SJF Zone on D&D Beyond, he didn't have a team. Artificer Gunsmith. Did, yeah, Needs playtesting. Didn't even have a team. Nope. You know what? 
run that run that class that sub cleric that sub class of cleric through your party. See how well it goes. Then bring then edit it. Come exactly. back exactly. DM somebody playing that and let me know how it goes. Yeah, just just run it back. Run it back. That's all I'm saying. Then you could have a, a nice discussion. Version two, maybe version two, uh, you know, gets a bonus hit points, may- not max. May- maybe uh, as their uh, Div- channel divinity. Yep. Once they can get max health. Yeah. Whenever they use the, you can only get two channel divinities. That's yeah. not that unreasonable. Right. And you get that at second level. So you so. gotta you gotta play test this shit, and that's the problem. It's not play tested. However, um, so that's no however. So that's the practical argument against the internet idea. It's okay. the porn yeah. of ideas. Yep. There is a it's not it's it's a preferential argument in that, oh, an original idea is quality against an internet idea. Here is it's a flawed argument, but go ahead. Here is my big reason that I love original ideas. Because at the end of the day, you are always going to fight for and believe in your original idea over one you picked up on the internet. Correct. You are going to role play the hell of it. You're going to cry when it dies. It's going to mean something. And I think Correct. that's what D&D is all about. And I think that's what makes D&D special. Yes, you're you're invested in it. You're I, as a DM, I'm invested in all the characters that I that I truly make, right? Not the throwaway NPCs yeah. or whatever. And I want them to succeed or fail as they're intended to. They're parts in a machine. If that part doesn't do what it's intended to, then I fucked up and I learned something. I'm like, oh, well, that guy didn't fucking live. Or mm-hmm. that thing fucking mm-hmm. murdered them. Or that means this bad guy needs this defense. Or that bad guy needs this offense. Or like, you know, these enemies learn these things. You should be learning something. And typically, if your, con- if your creation is overpowered and you keep it that way, you're not learning anything. Yep. However, so this is why I say it's a flawed argument. It's 2018. 2019. Oh my god, it's 2019. Um the pool of ideas in the in the universe, in the D&D universe, mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking deep. We yeah. we somebody has had the ideas. Somebody's probably had your idea. Mm-hmm. So, you haven't stumbled across it yet, but your idea unlikely is going to be original. So, it just means you haven't found it on it's the internet. It's new to you. It's new to you. So, original just means new to you. So, value your own ideas. But don't say like, ah, no, I just made this up myself. Like, I'm, I'm awesome. Somebody else probably had your idea, mm-hmm. right? Somebody else Absolutely. probably had your idea. Absolutely. You're not the genius D&D creator. Yeah. I am. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yes, I agree with what you're saying. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate anybody for appropriating an internet idea, but I would encourage them to make it their own. Yes. Make it your own. Absolutely. Okay. That was easy. Right? All right, cool. Sorry, SJF Zone. You tried. You tried. Effort. I want to see version two. If version two is on there, I'll look for it. Okay? I want to see it. All right, we're going to take five. All right. All right, welcome back to the back half of the show. The most dangerous half. We have a very special guest. I don't know, not really. He's not that special. He's a guest. He's our very first ever guest in the show. He once rode a short bus. He's a is a player in our group, and his name is Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi, I'm honored to be here. Oh, my God. It's messing me up to have another voice in the show. <laughs> Third voice. I'm, I'm honored. Oh, God. It's freaking me out. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's freaking me out in the headphones. Mm-hmm. We invited Justin here today because uh, he recently DM'd for the first time. For the first time ever. I sure did. And actually recently started playing. When was the first time you started playing D&D? First experience with D&D three, four years ago? It was it's in, been about three years. It was in your basement. It's been though. about three years. I think it was in your basement. Yeah. And have you played consistently since then, or is that like... Uh, 
campaign wise, I'd say I'd be I've been in campaigns about two years okay. ongoing. On so you're still relatively new. I, I've got about ten characters. Maybe. Only fifth edition yeah. experience. No, no, I I, I started with three point five. Oh, like really? Two or three? You did, yeah, like first very briefly. Were you on be- yeah. uh, beginners D and D session here with me and Welly and Katie? Katie, uh, yeah. Okay, I can't remember <laughs> yeah, if you I mean, were part of that or not. Uh, kind of. I yeah. just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no, I was here. I was here. I don't remember what my character. So you've had but... various and sundry game experiences with the D and D. Indeed. Also play lots of board games. Yes. What's your favorite board game? Hey, ooh, ooh. Uh, as of right now, yeah. Mansions of Madness. Mansions of Madness. Uh, second edition. Classic. That's a good. That's a good answer. It's my little quaint game. Feels D and D E. Yeah. You haven't done Gloomhaven yet. Ooh. No, it's D and D in a box. Yeah. I'm aware of that. It's so good. I'll play yeah. Gloomhaven eventually. Yeah, you say that. I do, cause I will. Nice. Get at me. Mm. So you have. So I, from honestly, your perspective compared to ours yes. is newer, which oh, is yeah. why we no, brought you in. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm an untouched little virgin. <laughs> so what? Okay. And also, I think it's good because a lot of people are new to D and D. Yes. It has boomed recently, yes. mm-hmm. and so it's good to get a different opinion. So and we both were players in the session where you DM'd. Yes. And it was a long session. It was like what do we do? Six hours. Six seven hours. Seven hours. Yeah, around. Right People were were people Stopped sick. Food. People were sick. People were people sick. Fell Multiple sickness. Girls fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. let's let's set the stage. Yeah. Who was there? So myself. You DM. Yep. Uh, it was you, Tyler. Tyler. It was Till. Till. It was uh, my girlfriend, Kara. It was doctor. Your wife. My wife. It was doctor. Um. So, we had five players. Yeah. Yep. Five yeah, yeah. PCs. Mm-hmm. And we DM. were playing what? One newbie DM, and we were playing a pre-made campaign. Which one? Uh, which is called uh, a Tomb of Annihilation. Correct. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which, which is, is a fun thing apt. to say. Apt. Yeah. To, yeah, an apt name, <coughs> yeah. if I had to describe it, honestly. Uh, so I think we'll just jump into it. Yeah. In summary, how was your experience as a DM for the uh, first time? Anxiety-ridden. <laughs> uh, actually uh, was shaking throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Just from the perspective of... Uh, I mean, fucking, I know you guys. I've known you guys for years. It's not the fact that you were in my apartment. Wait, new phone, who dis? <laughs> new phone, who dis? Uh, it wasn't the fact that I've known you guys forever. It was the fact that I have never, uh, ever attempted to even try this. Yes. Um, I have discussed briefly with Till mm-hmm. uh, the goings-on of how to make a campaign from scratch. Yeah. And he's advised and, you know, helped me with ideas. Don't talk to me about that. Talk to me about that. Uh, well, I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, if you, want, if you want... Many no-win situations in one campaign. Yeah, talk to, talk to Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Last campaign. <clears throat> no, that's last, last session. Shut up. Continue. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, it was it was just I had no idea what the hell I was doing. Like, Perfect. I, I had read Perfect. the book. Best way to do it. I had read the book up to a certain point because I was super overwhelmed with everything that the book had. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think, you only had you know. 13 months, three, that I understand. Was that last gave Christmas? You, it was last Christmas. Oh, my God. Yeah. You had more so, than okay, a year so to for, prep. For those who are uninitiated, uh, Till here was very nice enough to give uh, multiple members of our friend group, not just D&D party. The players, not the DM. I didn't not get this. You got this. Uh, a pre-made campaign each. Yes. Uh, so as to get our feet wet, our little tootsies, into the, the pool of D&D <laughs> DMing. And uh, I was the one that volunteered. It took, uh, it took about 12 months, but I got there. Yeah. The goal was to do it for your birthday, Till, and that, mm, boy, did that not happen. Didn't um, happen. <laughs> no, we did end up doing it. When did we do it? It was like a couple literally th- three days before the new year. Yeah. It was December okay, yeah, 20. it was after, it was after yes. Christmas. That's yeah. right. A month ago. Yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. I had Christmas presents for people. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, so anyway, uh, I'm not the only one with 
a pre-made, um, but I'm the one that took the dive. And and you had anxiety. I had I had anxiety. Um, I just have anxiety in general in life about things that Welcome I've never experienced. Welcome to being human. Yeah, no, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I wish I wasn't here. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, once I kind of got settled in, um, I felt comfortable enough. Thankfully, I knew everybody who was around me. Yeah. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, I would never have done this with randos ever 100%. in my life. Um, I know you guys' dynamic. I, I kind of knew in advance some of your characters that were going to be, and more so archetypes that were going to be happening. Sure. Um, My so, wife was a Loxodon rogue thief. Who was very forgetful, very absent-minded. <laughs> we had that two Loxodon. thieves in the group. Both the <laughs> yeah. women yeah. were thieves. I guess rogue thieves are They didn't appealing. communicate in any way before that. They just yeah. decided that. Yep. One was a tiefling. Yep. It was a Loxodon. Absolutely. So in terms of prep work. And then we had, what, three halflings? We had three yeah, halflings. Yeah, we had a... Pretty limited. It was skill a set. shit show. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of prep work, you know, talk about it. Prep work. This is this whole episode is for other potential and budding DMs yeah. of what do I have to do? Should I do this? Yes. We're trying to proselytize here and convince people to DM. Well, or not? Uh, don't listen to me talk about it then, because I don't know if I could successfully uh, press that aside. Pro- <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. So, yeah. Um, prep wise, I had the book. I read, yeah. I bookmarked with colorful little sticky, uh, notes. sticky note things, um, made notes of where mandatory story arcs, you know, forks in the road, whatever were happening, um, side quests kind of uh, did not take into account potential difficulty spikes. <laughs> we'll talk about that sure soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, but all in all, it was just me kind of getting myself, number one, familiar with the goal of the campaign. Sure. What are you guys trying to accomplish? Um, what did you discover regarding campaigns and goals? Uh, boy, don't they don't matter. No, they, <laughs> they don't, don't fucking matter. Um, also, let me know if I'm ever too loud. No, this. you're fine. This is first you're, time on a podcast. Distance, your distance first is time good. DM, first time podcast. You're good. Long time friend. One time we'll get, well, eventually we'll get headphones. I'll settle up better than just in an office. Yes, but this I mean, is fine. You're good. That's okay. Joe Rogan started in an office, I'm sure. And I mean, is that not No, he was on Fear goal? Factor. That's true. He's, he regardless. Was, he was the guy on Fear Factor. Yeah. He yeah. made people eat bugs. I mean, Fear Factor campaign. Interesting. That's a good idea. Is it? No, it's not. It's a horrible idea. Yeah, terrible. Um, uh, So, yeah, not much more prep. I read, I familiarized myself with the goal and kind of what they were, you guys were going to be doing per chapter. Um, We made it through a chapter and a half. Okay. No, a chapter and about a 16th. Okay. Okay. Um, And, uh, and discovered very quickly. We could not handle a dungeon full of traps. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. No, yeah. It was we bad. literally like pieced out. Like yeah. we're not finishing this. In all fairness, the rogue thieves were asleep at that point. We're asleep. Yes. yes. Asleep at the wheel. Asleep. Literally. Ill. So, ailing. It, you know, in your experience after this point, uh, how much is this something that you're managing the the, the adventure, or you're managing us, the players? <sighs> For me, just because. So, again, pre-made, when I assume when you make your campaign from scratch, you are much more familiar with the story arcs, with, with, with which gonna, what's going to happen. So you have more of an idea of, you know, yeah. the future, so to speak. You can see down the line. Um, I didn't familiarize with myself myself with the entire thing. So I just it's a lot. It's, it's a whole lot. Um, and what was the question again? Well, how much did you feel it was more managing the adventure or managing your players? For me, it was more so managing the adventure and making sure that it flowed in a sense that you guys could stay within. Okay. Because there were times where I, I made things up and I 
kind of just yeah i think he did good making stuff up what's that i think he did good making stuff up that's what i've been told Mm -hmm. um maybe harold the the street bard might not have been like you know canon but Harold the Streetbar was very helpful. He was extremely helpful. He was extremely because helpful. I, it, he, he was, he was... Uh, we were lost. He was our duex machina. Yeah, yeah absolutely he was. I um, liked And Harold I was lost Street because I didn't know how to get you guys back on the track. So I was like, here, have a, have a bar. Yeah, that's how, how that's how that works. <laughs> yep, yep. You got you, Players will always go off the path. Absolutely. 100% of the time, every time. Always. Yeah, every time. Which is why I think I didn't... I don't want to say burden myself, but I didn't dedicate myself to learning the entire adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... When I first opened the book, I went into it, and I know better, with a very linear mindset. That's fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I quickly realized, like, oh, these are just things you can do within the world, and they're just laid out in order in the book because it made sense to put it in order in the book. But you guys can go wherever the hell you want. It's the pirate code. Yeah. It's not really rules. more like guidelines. guidelines. It's the potentiality. And that's kind of where... You know, your the expectation is you should you know read and familiarize yourself with the material. So if we go down road A, you're like, oh wait, I know what's down road A or road B. Oh, I kind of have an idea what's down road B. Mm-hmm. Whereas <clears throat> we could have very easily been murdered in one portion of the two. I don't know if it's like spoilers or not. No, it's not really that the pirate yeah, thing. Just there's some pirates yeah. that we got involved with far too early. Far too far early. too early, and didn't discover that. And 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 you as the DM. Like part way through, like, oh wait a minute, this guy could kill them all. The captain could straight up one shot all my players. So you like sort of backseated him so oh, he could get through it, which was exactly the right thing to do. Yeah. You shouldn't punish us. Like you shouldn't kill well, us. What all. level were you guys? Three, <clears throat> three, four? four. I think that. Yeah, I don't think we leveled. We didn't get to four. No, you leveled because I think we were four at that. Point. I wasn't. So I wasn't no, we doing because of that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Three well, or four. I wasn't doing experience. I was just doing like milestones. you guys hit a point. Yeah, milestones. Yeah. have some experience. Whatever. Level right. Up. But that's the exact thing you should do if you if. Unless you're unless you're straight up punishing players, if they go down a path you're not prepared for, you shouldn't punish them for going that way. You shouldn't right. necessarily reward them either, but you did it the right way. You're yes. like, oh no, the captain, he was a merchant type He has captain. legendary he actions. Maybe level four <laughs> shouldn't go up against legendary. Well, there's legendary some early actions. unicorn type legendary actions. Yeah. And they're challenging okay. five. So what is something that, if you could do it all over, that you do differently? I think I would go in it with less of a linear mindset. Um I feel like that's kind of obvious. Just yeah. kind of at least know what can be done in which area of like each geographical location. Mm-hmm. Because each chapter spans multiple geographical locations. Yep. Except the first. Right. It's just more of an intro. With that town. Uh, with the town. What's the town? There was a port. Port. port like town. Zort, Gort, something. Zort, Gort, and Schnork and <laughs> Yeah, that's obviously the name. It's yeah. on Tong Wong Bay. <laughs> yeah, next, next to the something. Shh. Yeah. Well, you guys aren't there anymore. We can go away from all those names. <laughs> Turn around. Yep, yep. Yep. We're going back. Um, so, yeah, I think it After we escape captivity for the third time. Shut up. Mm. I mean, <laughs> where am I going to get another grenade launcher? I mean, you made it. I mean, I can make Get it back on track here. Okay. We're talking about you yeah. and how much you sucked at this. No, you didn't. Oh, that's rude. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm kidding. Thanks for sharing. No. Um, uh, but so, so linear mindset. Yeah, going in with a, without a linear mindset, um, being more open to uh, boundary breaking, if yeah, you will. Yeah, sure. Um, because it's going to happen regardless. Uh, you, there was one situation, really quick, I just want to, I, I loved it. Um, at the beginning, I think it was still in chapter one, where I gave you a quest and there was the goal you had to save somebody from getting arrested. Or something. The guy in the pit. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. Pit. yeah. Run in the pit. And I volunteered to. I, I volunteered as tribute. I took the yeah. guy's place in the execution pit. Yeah, and I think that 
uh, help give me some insight into why linearity is not at all a good method to go into, even a pre-made campaign with, because there was nothing that was going to lead me to believe you would approach that yes. that way, which <laughs> yeah. was brilliant. And I was like, this is what it feels like. Okay, here we go. That's the, the eternal struggle of every DM ever is, yeah. I have a plan. I've thought of everything. Game time, session time. What are you guys going to do? Shit. They, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah, every time. Every fucking time, no matter what. Just yeah. happened yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, no matter what. So mm-hmm. being able to that adaptability, I think for first time session, pretty good. Yep. Pretty good. Absolutely. Pretty good adaptability. So for, for sort of a couple more minutes here, mm-hmm. Till, do you have any feedback, thoughts on the session? So, uh, so you did good. I mean, yeah, I've good. played in plenty of sessions that have gone much worse with people that have been doing much longer. Yes, that's true. I appreciate that. That's so, nice to hear. Um, the one thing I would say is uh, just familiarize yourself with the rules in general. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. just player's handbook DMG rules. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you will know to look for things like where's the challenge rating on a monster stat? <laughs> Simpl- <laughs> just, yeah. just little, little things. Little thing like, just, no, but literally just like going through and just just learning that kind of stuff yeah it will change the way because you're like oh obviously they shouldn't go here i will push them this way mm-hmm. okay. especially in a game in a pre-made everything is very staged everything's very set up there are different there's different arches that you go down little little tributaries sure. on the river sure but at the end of the day literally and metaphorically you are going up in the, river the campaign or down yeah. the river. <laughs> there's right. a river that we somehow got lost on because we, we went down a tributary how do we go down a fucking what how do you get lost in a river how do you lost? I know it's not your fault. It's the adventure's fault. How do you? I'm lost gonna take river? you down a river someday. I'm we're gonna just go down the Mississippi. And if we're it's a wide enough river. But if the guy piloting the boat has done the trip before, theoretically, repeatedly, he let somebody lost? take over. He went to take a nap. Quick shut eye. Guy turned left when he was supposed to go straight. Captains shouldn't nap. It's not Captain Nap Sparrow. We all. It's Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I beg to differ. That dude drunkenly sleeps a lot. Yeah, he's Does a sleepy he? boy. Yes. When was the first? When was the last time you saw Captain Jack Sparrow taking it? When's the last time I saw a movie that was in with the Pirates of the Caribbean 2005? universe? I don't know. <laughs> so then, 2008. Then was the literally last, every movie he's asleep at some point. That was the first one. That was the first one. Pick one. He's literally, he's literally asleep Dead at some chests. point in every movie. Mm. Napping though. Passed out. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fine. The captain got drunk and went below deck. There you go. That's better. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, familiarizing yourself with the rules of the game, and as a player, that's a fair thing because as a player, what rules you need to know need is in quotes are dramatically different much smaller than the rules that i much more focused right and i think that's partially where some of the anxiety came from because instead of having just my character sheet and the you know a couple of spells that i might need Mm -hmm. to know or memorize i now had three books that i had to be familiar with yep and uh i don't think i've ever held a dmg i've read it on my computer but i don't i didn't really know where to start with it is there anything that would help you? Any kind of tools or anything? So that's, we do a lot of talk mm. about things that make a DM's life easier. Are there any kind of tools or anything that you think that would make your next session easier for you? An Apple Watch. <laughs> I, I'm actually I, maybe a, a D&D Beyond account just okay. because of yeah. how easy and accessible. I don't have to flip 15,000 pages and go to the table of contents for... D&D Beyond is $150. At least. Yeah, yeah sponsor. Hashtag. Um, Ding. <laughs> but that definitely just uh, something that would make access to the information more streamlined okay. would be much more helpful because while you guys are doing your thing and, and role playing and everything, I'm over there sifting through 15 books trying to figure out, all right, well, if they want to do this, this leads to monster, a societal problem. 
These young people today with their phones and their iPads, so they want all the information at their fingertips. Where me and my day, if I may, we had the books and the paper, and that was it. To go to go with this, something that <laughs> helps, in my opinion, especially when you're you're first starting out, a uh, good old uh, fill in DM screen where you can just put in pieces of paper oh, on things that you think are helpful. Yeah. You like, know, just two, put two binders, stand them up in front of each other. Yeah, two paper folders. You just yeah. you print out the rules you want. You print them right there so you can see it. As like, so helpful. Yeah, 100%. So helpful. Okay. That's like having a paper resource. Because the digital resource, part of this is like a physiological thing where, you know, feeling reading a book or writing something down contributes to your retention Absolutely. of that. Whereas the app, you might be like, oh, the information is right there. But you're less inclined to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but the... You know, the basic rules are pretty much the same. It's like an ability check, attack roll, saving throw, advantage, disadvantage. Right. Something. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the monster stats are all right there. But obviously, D&D Beyond and digital resources are huge. Mm. Less sleepy girlfriends, I think, would help, generally speaking. Yeah. Now, that being said, my girlfriend, despite her sleepiness and her ailment, did enjoy it. Good. Good. And she has been hooked enough to want to try it again she said, "With me or with somebody she more can guess experienced." Spot. She can next, guess spot next Thursday. I was gonna say, next time you're ready to go, we can go. <gasps> Gasparino. Uh, well, I don't have the book, so and but uh, uh, what do you mean? excuse you, what, I can find the, the Tomb of Annihilation. You're the I don't have it with me. It's at my home. Tyler, yeah. do you have any huh? questions, concerns, comments for our budding DM? Well, my my f- sort of final question, my wrap up question was, would you do it again? But you just answered that basically. We well, said that somebody so else that was interested would in doing do it. Again. Would you do would it again? Would you DM again? I would, given that I give myself more time to prepare and have mm-hmm. kind of a set knowing what we're going to be doing. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm very much a person. That's just how I am, though, where I need to know kind of what's going on prior to jumping into things. But the experience didn't turn you off to it anyway. I don't. I would. I would not say a hard no. No. Okay. So yeah. not turned on. Not I'm, turned I'm open. Off. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm. We'll see what happens. Tyler, would you agree that the best preparation for being a DM is just general knowledge, not specific knowledge? Oh well, I say this to my people that I work with all the time. General to specific. You start with big picture, mm-hmm. work your way to the details, and that's how a campaign works in mm-hmm. my mind. Yep. General specific. Mm-hmm. I I draw maps first. Like I will before I know a city, I'll draw the map of that city. Big picture. All right, what fills in this place? What goes in here? I don't start with like this is the inn, this is the road, like working my way out. I don't like that way of doing it. Same thing applies for a um, pre-made campaign. Flip through it. These are the chapters. Then find out the encounters you need to know. Um, but I wouldn't discourage you from trying it again. Nope, not at all. Yeah, please yeah, try I've, it. Again. I've gotten great feedback. Uh, I've gotten encouraging feedback. Yeah. It, was it uh, wet? Wet. Feedback. Like feedback. Yeah, it was good. No, I, don't, I don't follow. I'm sorry. Sex joke. And next time, Danny Boy could participate. <gasps> Gasp! Danny Boy. He killed a god. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's always better when Dan's Always. Right? Well, I'm glad that you showed up and you could tell us about your experience. Well, I'm glad for... You, thank you for having before me. Before we... Do you have any questions about being oh. a DM, D&D... It's D&D. Topics for the future. Mm. Boy, um... Yeah, you listen to this show. I do. And You're going to uh, hear yourself. I, I'm absolutely going to hear gonna myself. It's going to freak you out a little bit. Yeah, whatever. Um, I don't, not off the top of my head, I think um, what I will say that I did appreciate mm-hmm. from the extra perspective oh, that I've gained um, is that you guys tried to push yourselves to not be 
characters or classes or archetypes that you've been before. Right. You've tried you tried new things with the new DM, and it was an altogether new, new experience. experience on all fronts. Yeah, I was a uh, the sort of shadow magic sorcerer halfling, but lawful good. I was a halfling bard that cooks for their performance. Oh yeah. my sugar! Yes, <laughs> yeah, I was Southern Belle. Yeah. Oh, it's so stupid. Yeah. I, so I have an unrelated sort of final question. On a previous episode, we talked about on our build the bard episode. Did you listen to it? Uh, yes, I did. With the bard that is si- silent, the yeah. mute. So what do you think? I, I think it. So my question is. Is I asked this because language? this is our expert in the sign language. Yes. I, I'm a sign language interpreter for those who don't know me, which is probably fucking all of you. But <laughs> um, so my question is: mute meaning non-communicative, or can use sign language? This is more specific. So mute, mute, you can use sign language. Yeah, mute you meaning can, silent. So so yeah, because can you sign language? Cannot speak or vocal. In words. old-timey parlance, dumb meaning can't use right. words with their mouth. Right, right. Yeah, Helen Keller, but not blind and deaf. Yeah, what right. do you think? Fun, I, fun? I, I think it would be great. Uh, be there are, without obviously going into too much detail, there are plenty of very accomplished deaf comedians and deaf actors, yeah. and the language in and of itself is built on the idea of expression and facial features. And you ever watch two sign language people communicate with each other? Yeah. It's incredibly mm-hmm. animated. Have you ever seen a language. sign language interpreter in a Snoop Dogg concert? Enjoy it. It's incredible. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. Thank you, Justin, for stopping by. Thank you for having me. As usual, we've learned and solved nothing, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure to subscribe and rate We're the show there. wherever you found it. Please do that. It helps us or helps other people find it. Follow us on Twitter at RWD Podcast. And always feel free to send us topics you want to hear about for your D&D rants at rwdpodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you all next time. Until then, bye-bye.